here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome back, everyone, to Everything Evolves, the world's only podcast devoted exclusively to Evolve Wrestling. We are your hosts. I'm Aaron Bentley, and along with me is Aaron Judge's favorite New Yorker named Aaron, Aaron Taub. Aaron, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I am coming to you from a luxurious closet inside of a luxurious beach house uh, <laughs> on Cape Cod. Wow. So uh, what can go better with a, with a vacation than... Uh, a little wrestling talk. I'm excited. We've got some exciting shows coming up. Yeah, I'm ready to get into it. Aaron, before we get into it, I just want to say there are good boys. There are bad boys. There are even best boys. But I've heard talk that we may be the wrong boys. Have you heard this? <laughs> How do you feel about it? Um, I think that it's a great moniker for us after all of our wrong predictions. I think Nothing tells people that you have a must-listen show more than telling them that everything you say should be completely discounted every single time. So I think we're the only podcast out on the market right now that covers Evolve exclusively. We're the only podcast out that is wrong all the time and revels in our wrongness. And uh, yeah, anyway, if you're still listening, uh, we're going to try to do better this week and get some things right. So thanks for hanging out with us. We hope to do better. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we're not always wrong. We're sometimes wrong. Uh, Just to remind you, we are a proud member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. You can check out a lot of other great podcasts, voicesofwrestling.com or your favorite podcast app. You can check us out on Twitter at EvolvePod. Of course, this time there wasn't that big of a uh, time in between Evolve weekends, but uh, next time there will be. So if you want to get our hot Evolve takes in between shows, catch us on Twitter at EvolvePod. You can follow my personal Twitter account at AaronLikeTheCar, or you can follow Aaron Taub at A-P-Taub, T-A-U-B-E. All right, let's get into it. Uh, The first show this weekend is Evolve 88. It's in Charlotte, North Carolina. On Saturday, July 8th, starts at 8 p.m. Of course, you can watch at flowslam.tv. Earlier in the day, uh, PWX is going to run a show at 3 p.m. in the same building. So you can, if you're in the area, you can catch both. Uh, Looks like a pretty good card. Two out of three falls with uh, PWX heavyweight champion Anthony Henry versus Ethan Case. Tim Thatcher is going to be on the show. 
You're going to see Martin Stone, Fred Yehi, Corey Hollis, Jason Kincaid. Uh, good card. So if you're in the area, I would definitely suggest you check it out. But the uh, the stake of the day is going to be Evolve 88. And the main event is for the Evolve Championship, no holds barred, Timothy Thatcher versus Zack Sabre Jr. Evolve has also told us that this will be the final meeting between these two wrestlers in Evolve. Aaron, what do you, well, there's two stipulations here, no holds barred and it's the final meeting. What do you think about those? Where do you think we're going? Yeah, well, I think it's curious that they're saying it's the final meeting between the two in Evolve because you get the sense that these are two people who, at least right now, are big stars in this company. And it's curious. You never know with stipulations like these about whether the promotion is going to hold to them tight and fast or whether two years from now, if they meet a Timothy Thatcher, Zack Sabre Jr. match, they'll find a storyline reason for them to okay the match. So I'm not really sure what to make of that, but I guess it's telling you that there will be sort of a sense of finality to this match, which is kind of cool. They're giving this sort of big blow-off match to the people of in Charlotte. They're going into a new market with a match that has significance to the overall direction of this company and the no holds barred should make it interesting. We saw a really nasty, gritty Timothy Thatcher. The last, last time we saw evolve uh, back in June. And I think that there'll be some brawling. It, uh, yeah. It's going to get ugly. These two dudes are really going to beat the piss out of each other, I think. And they're going to, it's, it's going to be really exciting. So I'm certainly looking forward to this match. I'm fired up. And I guess with the no holds bar stipulation, we heard Stokely Hathaway saying that, you know, letting everyone know that with this stipulation, he can intervene in the match if he so chooses. We have other wrestlers like Darby Allen who have business with Timothy Thatcher as well as Zack Sabre Jr. And who knows? So I think that it'll be a match that has a lot of action and a lot of excitement from an in-ring perspective. And also we may see some interesting storyline developments that give us a clue as to where both of these men will be going next after this big blow off match. Are you looking forward to it, Aaron? I know, uh, I know Timothy Thatcher is kind of your guy now. And I know <laughs> this podcast uh, is, has a very pro Zack Sabre Jr. bent. So who are you pulling for? Is Timothy Thatcher one Bernie Sanders tweet away from being your favorite wrestler in the promotion. No, I am Zach Saber Jr. forever. Uh, I've considered a, a Zach tattoo, but you know that's that's to be seen whether I follow through on that. I've got to be rooting for Zach. But I am excited because Thatcher did start to appeal to me a little more on the last shows. I'm concerned for a couple of reasons. The main one being. This seems like an awful location for this match to happen. I'm not sure how much the people in Charlotte are going to be into this match. And I really wish this were happening in Laboom. I think it would it would increase the match fivefold if it were in that venue. But I expect that these guys, like you said, are going to uh, be brutal. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. We saw Thatcher uh, showing a lot more brutality last week or last month on the shows, uh, especially that nasty little headbutt into uh, Zack Sabre Jr.'s chest. Kind of caught him off guard with, which I enjoyed. So 
I think it'll be a good match. I'm just not sure how the crowd is going to respond to it. Thatcher is definitely I'm not sure if he's an acquired taste, but he he's only certain people and places that really like Thatcher. Now, notably on these shows, we are not going to see the WWN champion Matt Riddle. He was originally booked for uh, this weekend, but he was also booked for Revolution Pro Wrestling in England uh, for a match with Tomohiro Ishii. So we will not see him, but I kind of like that we're not going to have both titles defended on these shows. You think that'll make it a little fresher when he comes back next month? Maybe, although I disagree with you. I wish both titles Uh-oh. were on the, being Uh-oh. defended on this weekend because I think that when you have both titles uh, defended on a weekend, you can have the Evolve Championship match defended one night and the WWN Championship defended the next night. And that gives you each title a little bit of room to breathe while also not being stale. Like one thing that I really, one thing that kind of annoys me about Evolve is when they have championship matches back to back and you have sort of you're you don't get to really get excited about the second title match on a weekend because you don't know for sure that it's going to be a title match, right? Like I think we both assume that Zack Sabre Jr. will retain and beat Timothy Thatcher, but on the Sunday night show you have Zack Sabre Jr. versus Fred Yehai, and it's a title match if Zack Sabre Jr. successfully retains his title. So you don't really get that like full anticipation and excitement for Fred Yehai's title match because you're not sure it's going to happen. So I prefer the sort of the clarity and the extended uh, anticipation of just having one title defense on a weekend so you can really sink your teeth into it and, and be fired up. So Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be off of next month's shows for the G1 Climax Tournament in Japan, but I'm really looking forward to September when both of these guys are on the shows, presumably, assuming they're both still champion, and you can have an Evolve title match one night and the WWN Championship the next night, and both of those titles can shine and have some space without sort of having to run into the kind of complex, if so-and-so beats so-and-so, then it'll be so-and-so versus so-and-so for the title. And yeah, so that's, that's kind of my, my take. Uh, do you disagree? No, I just... I th- it's very it's a, a problem that's very specific to this promotion because a you need both guys on both shows for the purpose of selling tickets and selling flow slam subscriptions and two the promotion doesn't do tag matches it's so based around singles matches it would be really nice you know let's say if if Zach was defending the title on the second night if on the first night he had a little tag match with the person he's going to wrestle on the second night across from in the tag match and they can have a little interaction and get you fired up. This is something new Japan does really well with now they do it in multi-mans usually, but you get those little interactions. It just whets your appetite for the big match that's coming up. That would be great and evolve, but it's not going to happen. So there's no point in, in spending too much time talking about it. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, w- one thing I wanted to, to discuss with you is you, you mentioned the multi-man matches in something like new Japan and, I don't know if you were watching on Twitter during the big New Japan USA shows uh, this past weekend, but Evolve promoter Gabe Sapolsky was online and he said, what do you think of all these multi-man matches that they're having on these shows? And um, personally, I don't know about you, but I feel like there's a happy medium. Like I would be happy to see one or two kind of like random tag team matches or tag team matches that play up storyline issues or, 
you know, an exciting four-way or six-way scramble earlier in the show just to sort of break up the pace a little bit. But I think that there's like a happy medium in between what Evolve does and what New Japan does. Because I think on some of those New Japan shows, you just get there's so many meaningless multi-man tag matches that have no consequences. And then by the time you get to the main event, you're like three, three and a half hours into a show. And you're like, all right, like you're just exhausted from the wrestling. And you're just kind of like, when's this going to pick up? When are we going to get to the meat of this show? So I don't know. I'd like to see Evolve sort of adopt some sort of a nice, healthy balance where you have those those exciting, fast-paced multi-man matches and they can build up storyline issues. But I don't really need to see Evolve have, you know, start every show with four matches of dudes who are never going to win anything. So I don't know. Where do you stand on all this? Yeah, it's... I don't love in New Japan when it's like, the dads versus the bullet club B team because none of them have anything to do. And that's just what we're getting. But like you said, if I like the early matches that are the big high spots and it's just exciting and everybody's flying around and getting you pumped up. And I like the ones where we're like you said, not giving away big matches, but giving you a little taste to get you fired up. That always works on me when it's two guys that I know are wrestling at the next big show and I see them in a multi-man, and they have that one little segment of the match where they just go nuts at each other, I'm always fired up. I would like to see just a little bit of that. I agree with you, though, that there is there is a happy medium, and I don't want to see Evolve go to three-and-a-half-hour shows. I love the two-and-a-half-hour window. So, But like you said, I think there's a way to do it without getting too crazy. Uh, let's keep moving on with this card. We also will have an Evolve Tag Team Championship match, which we did not get on the last shows and we'll have Anthony Henry and James Drake versus the tag team champions, Chris Dickinson and Jaka. This is uh, James Drake's evolved debut. Anthony Henry we've seen before in this company. Uh, In fact, we saw Anthony Henry on evolved 78 and evolved 79. He lost to Matt Riddle and then he lost a four-way match that included Dickinson and Fred Yehi and Austin Theory. Uh, importantly, I think Anthony Henry is on these shows in part because he's the PWX heavyweight champion. So it's a good little tie in between the two companies, but he also has some evolved experience. So we'll see if the promotion plans to use him going forward. What do you think about this match? Are you excited to finally get a, another tag team championship match? Yeah, to an extent. I think that it's cool that when evolve is going into these new markets, they pull in some, kind of local guys. It's cool. We're getting a taste of the Southern flavor with uh, Anthony Henry and James Drake. I I like the idea that, you know, it's like when you go to a different region of the country, you want to try the uh, local food. You know, you're going to Charlotte, you want to get that, you want to get that pulled pork. And so I think it's cool that they, they give you a little taste of wherever they're going by bringing in some of the guys and it's, it's cool. Um, And I'm excited to see another tag team match. I'm as longtime listeners of the show, a.k.a. the people who've listened to any of the first four episodes of it. Uh, no, I am a big Chris Dickinson fan. We loved Jocka's match against Zack Sabre Jr. last month. So I, I'm, I'm really behind these guys as a tag team. I think all their, ta- their tag title defenses have been fun and exciting. These guys are just bruisers. They dump you on your head. They beat the crap out of you. The other guys come back. It's just, yeah, they do a really nice job. And so I am looking forward to this match. But my one sort of complaint is that I'd really like to see Evolve build out more of a fully-fledged 
tag team division. Because you, you're going into this match and you know that James Drake and Anthony Henry are not winning, right? You know that this is just sort of a showcase defense for Chris Dickinson and Jaka. And it feels like they haven't had, they've had the belts for a few months now. And they haven't really had a big sort of built up title defense where there was drama leading into it and you didn't know who was going to win. And so I'd really like to see them start creating regular tag teams because these guys are great. They're great. They're awesome. They're so much fun to watch. I think the crowd is getting behind them. And I think especially after Jocka's performance in New York last month, this is a team that is, is building support among the Evolve fan base. And I think you could build something around them or at least give them more to do with these belts. Because I think it's cool that they got their big singles matches uh, last month, but I'm I'm just a huge fan of tag team wrestling. It's always something that has appealed to me, and you'd love to see these belts mean something. Because right now it feels like the belts mean something only in the context of personal issues between the people who hold them. Right, so you know it melts. It meant something when Drew Galloway and Dustin won them from the catch point team, right? And it, or, and it meant something in the sort of Fred Yehi versus catch point feud when Yehi and Tracy Williams lost the belts to Dickinson and Jocka. And I think that Dickinson or J- and Jocka are two dudes who are worth building a little bit of something around, right? You don't need to build a whole promotion around these tag title belts, but I think you could make them a little more interesting than they are right now. And I think it would be really easy to team up some of these singles wrestlers and make stories that you know, span a few months. They don't have to be. They don't have to become just tag wrestlers. They can just do some things that keep other singles matches fresh. That's one of the big issues in this promotion is we have so many singles matches every show, and there's two shows every month that the promotion has to give away a lot of matches that really we could save. So I think you could serve both those masters uh, in the tag team division. The next match that we're going to see on this card is Keith Lee versus Ethan Page. Not the next match. We're, of course, going in reverse order here. Keith Lee versus Ethan Page, uh, billed as a grudge match. A rematch from Evolve 86, which Keith Lee won. Uh, Ethan Page is coming off his win over Thomas Sharp, the former gatekeeper. Keith Lee did, unfortunately, lose. Well, depends on who you are. Unfortunately, lost uh, to Matt Riddle in the WWN title match. So he's coming off of that. I just have no idea where this match is going. Do you have any better feel than I do about who you might expect to come out of this match, the victor? No. I mean, it feels as if we are looking at two dudes who both sort of need to win, right? I mean, this is kind of sort of a perfect example of a match in Evolve where in other promotions they would space this rematch out and now it's happening right away. And that's just the way that Evolve does things, right? That's how they build their feuds. They don't they don't keep people apart, really, for long times to build anticipation. They have them mix it up pretty frequently, and then each match progresses the story further, right? So you're seeing them together a lot, but each match is in a new context as created by the storyline events that happened in the previous interaction. So, yeah, it's really hard to say what what will go down here. I think that Ethan Page, you have uh, some strong feelings about Ethan Page here that we're going to get to in a moment, so I don't want to step on them. But this is a guy who sort of needs to win and sort of needs to start making good on his his aspirations. 
and you have Keith Lee, who just came from this this tough loss for the WWN title, and you you would assume that you would want him to continue to get back to his winning ways. But we'll see. If you put a gun to my head, I would say that Ethan Page is going to win this match somehow because I think that we are starting to see this this progression of Keith Lee where he's starting to get a little annoyed by the losses and start maybe going to try to find a bit of a sharper edge to him. And maybe this is the match where he really starts going for it. I guess if he develops that so-called killer instinct and he begins to be a little bit more focused on the wins and the losses than he is on being a lovable person who interacts with the crowd. So it could go either way, obviously. And we have not been the best at predictions over our <laughs> short history of the podcast. So I don't remember that. Don't want uh, don't to don't, uh, don't bet your house on Ethan page, but I think that that would be my pick. What do you think? Well, I think Ethan page needs to win badly. Ethan, you know, he, he cuts these, uh, these promo videos where he makes these big declarations about what he's going to do. You know, most recently he, told us uh, that he was going to beat Zack Sabre Jr., become the Evolve champion. Of course, he failed at that. And then his next move was to talk about how his response to that was going to be to destroy everything that the Evolve fans love. And, of course, he included in that Keith Lee. Last week he comes – or last month he comes out and he attacks Keith Lee, stomps on him, holds him down for a while. So apparently uh, this month is a chance for him to destroy something else that the Evolve fans love. Well, if he fails at it, he really starts to remind me of another person who makes these big, broad declarations, but never seems to follow through, never seems to come through in the big spot. And that's Bray Wyatt. And I think the worst possible thing that Ethan Page could become is Bray Wyatt, because nobody cares about Bray Wyatt. Not one person in the world cares about that character. Because there's only so many times you can say you're going to do something and fail at it before you either, one, lose everyone's interest, or two, become like a lovable loser character. Like, you know, Hiroki Goto kind of fills that spot in New Japan. And I don't think Ethan Page wants to be Bray Wyatt or Hiroki Goto. So I think for the character, he almost has to win this match uh, unless he gets a, a huge reboot later. Do you think they may have something cooking with him, sort of rebooting this character or giving him a change of direction? They must. I mean, it's the fact that he lost to Sabre and then came out and had that comedy match with Dijak. Now he's moved on to this. I trust that there's something deeper going on here that I haven't seen yet. But I do think he's in danger of losing the fans' interest if he keeps making big proclamations and, and losing. Next match for us to talk about, Tracy Williams versus Darby Allen. Tracy has won five straight matches since he uh, came together with Big Stoke, Stokely Hathaway. He's got a WWN title match against Matt Riddle coming up on the next shows in Queens. And Darby, this is his first match back in Evolve since uh, Ethan Page fractured his elbow at Evolve 82 in April. So to me... You know, Tracy needs to keep winning, and it really doesn't matter if Darby wins. So I would expect Tracy's going to continue his hot streak. You think You think I'm adding another thing that we're wrong about? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. But I will say that I'm really excited for what they're doing with Darby Allen. I love 
the mini doc they put out. It's like three, two or three minutes long. Go check it out on the uh, WWN Live YouTube page. Um, just they showed him in black and white, taking it, ripping his sling off and getting ready to get back to action. I mean, this is a great, great story that they're telling with this guy, this dude who, in order to sort of win his place and evolve, just was willing to be reckless and to do anything to his body to win over the love of it and the affection of the fans. And he was successful doing that. But then ultimately it was unsustainable. He hurt his elbow in that big match with Ethan Page. And now he's going back to the drawing board and trying to reinvent himself as a sort of wrestler's wrestler who can get it done in the ring against the Timothy Thatchers and the Zack Sabre Juniors of this promotion. He has set his sights on Zack Sabre Juniors Evolve Championship. He is trying to get revenge on Timothy Thatcher after Thatcher's brutal attack on him last month. And so I'm, I'm really fascinated by this story, and I'm really intrigued to see what they do with him. This is a guy who I think I'm ready to get behind, and I, and I think that a lot of other fans are too. And, yeah, I love a good long-term storyline. It would be really cool to, to watch this guy progress from an opening match guy who gets his ass kicked but wins you over by falling off of things into someone who's challenging for the world championship. So I'm I'm pretty fired up for his weekend. I think that this will be – I'm not really sure what's going to happen here because it's, it's it's, it, this match is really sort of a prelude to the big Timothy Thatcher match the next night, and we'll talk about it then. So I, I don't really know. I, I, I don't think losing to Tracy Williams hurts him, and Tracy Williams does have his big WWN title shot coming up next month. So I think Tracy Williams maybe wins, and it doesn't really hurt Darby Allen at all because his, his big matches – are ahead of him. I agree. I think if Darby loses, he's almost certain to get involved in the main event with the Zack Sabre and Timothy Thatcher match. I feel like that's going to happen. So I think he can be fine, even if he loses this match. But you're right about Darby. He's been one of the best parts of Evolve since he came in the company. I think part of that is it's easy for fans to identify with him. He's a small guy who doesn't look like he belongs. But he's getting out there and proving that he belongs, which is a lot of fun to watch. And I'll be rooting for him. But, of course, I don't really like Tracy. So, All right, Trent Beretta versus Fred Yehi. Trent is coming off the big victory against Austin Theory in a great match between those two. Yehi is coming off his victories over Jaka and Chris Dickinson. Uh, and he has the big title match on Evolve 89 against Zack Sabre Jr., you know, a lot of times I come on here and say, well, Fred Yeha has got to win because he's going into this big title match. But I think Evolve has proven to us that that they don't care about keeping title challengers strong in the first night going into the second night. So I'm not going to say that on this episode. I will not do it. Uh, instead, I will say I don't know who's going to win this match. Aaron, who do you think is going to win? Well, I'm going to come out and just kind of keep flying the flag for the wrong boys. I'm making a big pick. Yeah, I think I think Fred Yeha is going to win this match. I think that they haven't really given Trent Beretta a storyline thing to do. And that's kind of one of the, the big things that we're trying to do on this podcast. And it may be futile, but we're try, trying to read the tea leaves and figure out which guys are going to be here and be in storylines and be an integral part of this promotion. And which guys are here to have a couple good matches, give some big wins to the to the to the sort of core of all roster and then go on and do what they're going to do. And I think this may be, I, I don't, I haven't seen Trent Beretta being booked for the weekend in August. I haven't heard anything about that. 
if I had, you know, this might be a case where Trent Barreto is here to have his good match with Austin Theory, then come back the next month, lose to Fred Yehai, give Fred Yehai a big name win and give him some momentum going into his Zack Sabre Jr. match the next night, and then come and sort of complete the little story with Austin Theory on Sunday night and give Austin Theory his first, or, you know, a big signature win. So I'm not positive, but I, I think it's certainly within the realm of possibility that Trent Beretta goes 0-2 this weekend and we don't see him again until the next time. So that would be my uh, prediction. All right. Well, speaking of stars that we're not sure whether they're hanging around in Evolve, the next match that we're going to talk about is ACH versus Austin Theory. Now, Austin Theory is coming off that match with Beretta, but also his uh, joining up with Priscilla Kelly and attacking Trent Beretta after that match. ACH had a 500 weekend last time out. He beat Chris Dickinson, but he lost to Tracy Williams. These two did wrestle at Evolve 82, where ACH won the match. And ACH has now started showing these signs of frustration. After uh, one of the matches on the last weekend of shows, he talked about how upset he was that he was in the opening matches of the show. So I'm interested to see where that's going, but we also just found out that ACH showed up in TNA uh, on their most recent set of tapings. So it makes you wonder whether he's sticking around and Evolve or whether he is a short-timer. You did point out to me before the show that he's on the poster for Evolve 90. That leads us to believe he could show up on that show, but... Uh, who knows? I really don't know where he's going. We do know that the company is investing in Austin Theory. We can see that plainly. So we know Austin Theory is going to be around. He's contracted to WWN and uh, is going to be getting some focus from the show. So I'm not sure if that tells us how this match is going to go, uh, but it certainly uh, makes you wonder where ACH is heading. For sure. I think that ACH is sticking around for a little bit longer. That's my gut, just because he's on that poster. And usually when guys come in and leave Evolve, they don't, they don't like write them a storyline reason to leave. They just lose their matches and go home. You know, we saw it with Leo Rush. He lost twice. He went home. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly came in. He had one weekend, and then the second weekend, he lost to Matt Riddle. He lost to Tracy Williams. We haven't seen him since. So I think that what they're doing with tra- with ACH rather seems a little bit more nuanced. And it seems like they're building to something with him being frustrated with his spot on the shows. So I'm, I'm interested to see here what happens. And I'm interested to see how Austin Theory comes out after his big sort of storyline turn. And to see uh, more of what this, what this new Austin Theory looks like. I think he um, avenges his Evolve 82 loss and, and beats ACH here, and we see more of the frustration that we've been seeing from ACH uh, afterwards. That's 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 what I'm kind of looking for in this match, but more than anything, I'm really excited to see what the new and improved Austin Theory looks like. Well, it's interesting that it looks like ACH will again be in the second match on the card, so we'll see if that plays in at all to uh, his frustrations from the last shows. The first match, as far as we know so far, uh, Gabe did tease in the WWN alerts that came out on Wednesday that he would announce more news on Thursday. Unfortunately, we're recording this on Thursday morning, so there may be something that comes out later today uh, that will uh, be something else added to these cards. But as far as we know right now, the opening match is going to be Jason Kincaid versus Caleb Conley. 
Kincaid is coming into this match on a 10-match losing streak in Evolve. Conley has not appeared in Evolve in over a year. He was last year Evolve 60 in May of 2016. Aaron, do you think Kincaid beats the streak here? Does he break it and finally emerge victorious? No. I think like this this is like the match where he snaps, perhaps. Because he's been he's been close to breaking for several months now where he, he almost throws a tantrum, but he's able to get it together. And I think losing to someone who hasn't been in this promotion for over a year uh, could be the thing that really makes him lose it, right? And then we can see where he goes from there, right? I think we're we're clearly building to something with Jason Kincaid, but we don't know what it is. Maybe it's a big win. Maybe, maybe he beats Caleb Conley. But even then, I feel like if he gets a win, it's going to be a bigger win, right? I feel like if they're building up this losing streak, the win needs to be more impressive than beating someone who hasn't really been around in a long time and is not a super huge name indie guy. So I would think that he is losing and we continue to sort of, we're seeing where this is going. And and I'm as I've said before, I'm, I'm totally on board the Jason Kincaid progression and what they're doing with him. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see what ha- seeing what happens, even if the match itself is not uh, quite a dream match. <laughs> I think that's true. I, I like what you're saying, and I would like to see that because I would enjoy if this ends up in him really breaking. But I have a hard time. I mean, man, if he loses to Caleb Conley and then loses to John Davis at Evolve 89, he's got to start somewhere, right? So that, that will, those will be two big losses for him. All right, we're moving on to Evolve 89. It's in Marietta, Georgia on July 9th. Starts at 8 p.m. Again, you can watch it on flowslam.tv. This night, they're doing a doubleheader with AWE Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, They start at 3 p.m. in the same building. Card is eh, probably not as good as the PWX card, but you get Chip Day versus Aaron Epic if you're a big Chip Day guy. Priscilla Kelly is going to show up in a six-woman match. Sue Young on the other side, who's a former... Uh, she would show up in uh, the Evolve universe sometimes. Chase Owens is on the show, Anthony Henry. So there's some good names if you are in the area for that show. The big match on Evolve 89 is the Evolve Championship match, of course, assuming that Zach Sibber Jr. Uh, is still the champion. He will face off against Fred Yehi. This could be interesting because uh, Yehi is based out of Atlanta. He has wrestled a lot in this, in the AWE promotion. So I expect if the AWE fans stick around and show up for Evolve 89, he's probably going to be the heavy crowd favorite in this match, which could make for an interesting dynamic. Uh, he beat Jock and Dickinson, of course, on the last shows. He's built up pretty well. And Gabe posted a Facebook post yesterday about how great Frigihai has been in all of WWN, sorry about that, all this year. So he's clearly trying to build him up, uh, but I don't see a Fred Yehi win in the cards. No, I I don't either. I think Zack Sabre Jr. will retain here. And I don't think, I think that Fred Yehi is very likely a future Evolve champion, but I don't think it's coming right here. I think he needs to, I think he's popular with the fans. And I think people really like him, but I don't think he's quite at that level where you'd want him to win the championship. And it makes sense what you were talking about a minute ago is Yehi gets this match with Sabre. He loses. And then they will see each other again in the future and build on that. 
And eventually, maybe, Yehi beats Saber after a progression of matches, and it will and it will all make sense. So that could be in the cards. Yeah, and I'm excited to see this this Zack Saber Jr. reign continue. This guy, I know we're very biased on this podcast. We're big Zack Saber Jr. fans. We get a little, we get some uh, blowback on Twitter for our our homerism. But I think even objectively, this guy's having a heck of a year in Evolve. I mean, if you look back to what he's done, he has six. I mean, both within storyline and in kayfabe, so to speak, and and as well as just sort of critically, he's had some great. He's had some great matches. He's been doing a lot of interesting stuff. If you look back, he had that awesome match against Chris Hero, finally getting the win over him, and and Hero's farewell match in January over the Royal Rumble weekend. He had that excellent, dramatic victory over Timothy Thatcher to win the title in February at Laboom, which is sort of for me one of like the most distinctive evolve moments, right, of the past couple of years is seeing this, this big title victory in front of a hot crowd to end Thatcher's over a year-long reign. He had an awesome defense against ACH in Orlando that was just a back-and-forth hot match with both guys just throwing everything they had at each other. His nice little series with Leo Rush, the incredible match against Jaka back in Laboom last month. I mean, this dude is just having, I mean, just listing listing that off that's like six really great really memorable matches that this guy has had since january and it's only july so i i think i hope he keeps winning and i hope he keeps it up because i've been really into what he's been doing with this evolved title he's you know the thatcher reign did not really work out i think the way that fans would have hoped right they just there were a lot of flat moments in that reign. And I think Zack Sabre Jr. is doing a lot to sort of reestablish this Evolve Championship and make it something that people really, really care about. And I hope he continues to build on what he's done this weekend. The next match, Trump Beretta versus Austin Theory. My opinion is this match is why Trent Beretta is in Evolve. I do think he's probably a short timer, you know, especially with the news that apparently he's moving up to the heavyweight ranks in New Japan. So he may be uh, getting a bigger focus in that company. We'll see. But I think the point was for him to show up to eventually put over Austin Theory and to give Austin Theory a big win. Theory beat Darby Allen in his very first match in Evolve at Evolve 78. But as the best I can tell, has not won since. Not a tag match, not a four-way match. He has not won a single match since then. Do you think this is where Austin Theory finally breaks through and grabs a victory? Well, we all we think he might win. He's got a good shot to win the night before. But I think he's definitely winning this match. He might not win the ACH match, but and I'm hesitant because we we get everything wrong. Like we were so confident that Matt Riddle was beating Zack Sabre Jr. I feel like we do a good job on this show of explaining things in the storylines and do, I think we do some good critical analysis and we do a nice job of getting people excited for the shows and then sort of breaking them down afterwards. But I think uh, our prediction game is not our greatest strength. So we really should stop talking about when we're wrong and only focus on the things we get right. I think that's really the key to successful podcast. Yeah. So in any event, I, I, I don't really, I'm not sure about, but I feel very, 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 very confident that uh, Austin Theory gets the win here. And hopefully I, I can return next week triumphant in my correct and obvious prediction. 
And uh, if I'm wrong, I don't know, man. I just uh, don't ask me what's going to happen next ever again. No, if you're wrong, we'll just we'll ignore it. We'll, we'll talk about something else. <laughs> Keith Lee versus Tracy Williams. Uh, this is also billed as a grudge match, and you know, it strikes me. Keith Lee is an awfully friendly fellow to be having so many grudge matches. Uh, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about where his head is. Though it could be playing into what you talked about earlier with him starting. He's not cracking like Jason Kincaid, but he might start uh, coming to terms a little bit with the fact that he's going to have a have to have a little more of an edge. So we kind of again come in. Keith Lee's in another match where we have two guys who need a victory. And... I want both of them to win, but uh, unfortunately, that's not how professional wrestling works. So let's hear your prediction, Aaron, so that I can make fun of it next week. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I I think Tracy's going to win. I'll I'll put myself on the line. All right. You can make this prediction. I'll let you have this one. I think the company is getting behind Tracy Williams. I think the company has decided to really focus on its own dudes who really aren't anywhere else and build the brand around them. Keith Lee is a big part of Evolve and he's going to be a big big part of Evolve going forward, but you can heat up Keith Lee at any time. So I think they're going to keep on this Tracy Williams train and try to get him uh, pushed as high as they possibly can. So you can do both at the same time. You can give Tracy a win and you can continue on this Keith Lee story of having to find that killer instinct and having some things that, that screw him up and he, he has to regroup. So that's what I think is going to happen, or I think it would make the most sense. So we'll see if that actually happens. The next match is Timothy Thatcher versus Darby Allen. Bizarrely, this might be my most anticipated match of the weekend. I think it should be a lot of fun. I really like brutal Tim Thatcher, and that's obviously what we're going to get here. I think he's going to be doubly pissed off because I expect Darby is going to play some role in the championship match the night before. We've got the great promo video that you talked about that Darby uh, released, kind of a response to Thatcher and and setting his uh, sling on fire, which I really enjoyed. So I I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. It's probably going to be uncomfortable at times the way – Ethan Page, Darby Allen, uh, their first uh, or their matchup in Orlando was. I expect that's going to be the same thing here, and uh, I'm here for it. Oh yeah, I'm fired up. I, I I think that these are two fascinating characters. I love the build. I'm with you. I'm I'm ready for this Timothy Thatcher Darby Allen match. Darby's a great babyface with his his moaning and his facial expressions and his willingness to do all kinds of crazy things. And Thatcher is just. We're all aboard the Thatcher train all of a sudden. Now, yeah, this is after Thatcher, Zack Sabre Jr. I would say that this is probably my second most anticipated match of the weekend. This is going to be a ball. I'm kind of hoping that Thatcher Thatcher wins and Allen has sort of this slower climb up the ranks. And yeah, I hope they I hope they draw this out because this this could be an excellent rivalry between Timothy Thatcher and Darby Allen. I, I think that they would really click together in the long haul. So yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to this. Next match is ACH versus Ethan Page. I don't know, man. A lot of the stuff from the first night will kind of tell us what to expect going into this one or what to think. I don't have any strong feelings uh, about this match other than, you know, if ACH loses both, then that might be a good uh, a tip that he's not sticking around. But I, 
we won't really know much until Evolve 88 comes through uh, what, what to look for here. For sure. That's one of the challenges with this podcast is like trying to find the right times to record it. Like we're coming, we're, we're recording this Thursday morning and I'm sure there's going to be some more WWN alerts that gives us some storyline clues. But if we record Friday, then, you know, people won't have much time to listen to our preview show before the Saturday show kicks off. So it's, it's, it's been really a challenge trying to find the right balance of getting all the details about these shows, you know, from the promotion while still giving you guys enough time to listen to it before the actual show comes out. So we're, uh, we're trying to find our groove. We're trying to maintain a semi-regular schedule, you know, as we, you know, it's the summer, it's tough. So we're both on vacation these past couple of weeks, but uh, we're doing our best, I guess is what I would say. Yeah. Well, the other problem is that a lot of stuff happens on the first night that bleeds into the second night. So unless we could do a preview show, you know, right after night one to get you ready for night two, but there wouldn't be enough time for everyone to listen to it. So yeah, once we, once we start getting that, that really good fan engagement, you know, once this podcast really takes off, maybe, maybe we can hit you with a post show, YouTube show, whoa, or something like that. But whoa. for now, for now we have 103 Twitter followers. So <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you have buried the show, basically this entire episode. Uh, no, it's, I will it's, say, a, it's a good show, I think. We're we're giving it our all. We're a lot of people fun. listen to it, to be fair. We have our core supporters. We're a cult classic kind of podcast. <laughs> you know? Don't have a huge following, but the people who, who who rock with us are fully supportive. They are. They are. We appreciate them. All right. A few more matches to get through. Jason Kincaid versus John Davis. Uh, John Davis, man. Has not been involved since Evolve 27, which was in January of 2014. Really funny to look. They were doing three nights of shows in a row at that time. It's really funny to look at the match results. At Evolve 27, he lost to Rich Swan. At Evolve 26, he tagged with Johnny Gargano, and they lost to AR Fox and Yuha Nation. So obviously none of those people uh, are involved in uh, evolve anymore and it's just such a different promotion than it was when it was kind of a super indie flippy type promotion in those days uh pretty bizarre now john davis was on the wwn super show in orlando he was in the match that crowned the inaugural wwn champion uh, i was there were you there aaron for that no you were at ring of honor yeah yeah i was at the ring of honor show my I, what happened was I went with some friends who are more casual wrestling fans. And for them, it was like, okay, we got to We got to take these guys to see the Hardys and the young bucks, you know, do a ladder match. That's legit. But I, I obviously I watched the show on tape and I yeah. thought John Davis looked great. He's a big athletic dude. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does here. And, and honestly, I think he'd be, you know, from my limited um, experience with him, he seems like a dude who would be, kind of a great fit to make his return to evolve. Yeah. And WWN seems to be, well, they're putting him in good spots. They put him in this, the championship match, the six way that I talked about. And, and they also recently, he was in a match with Matt Riddle on an FIP show for the WWN title, which of course he lost, but you know, he's a veteran experienced guy. So they're putting him in spots where he can show what he can do. I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around after this show, uh, assuming he has a good match with Jason Kincaid. 
There are two more matches on the show. Anthony Henry versus James Drake. So after they tag the night before, they're going to have a singles match. Anthony Henry, I like quite a bit. Uh, he was impressive when he showed up on Evolve before. Honestly, and total hashtag wrong boys move here, I expected him to be the guy to stick around rather than Austin Theory based on their respective performances. But Henry has been showing back up in style battle. So, you know, he's in the WWN universe. And I wouldn't be shocked if this is a, a spot for him to take off and stick around in the promotion. Do you have any strong thoughts about Anthony Henry versus James Drake? I'm looking forward to it. I haven't, I'm going to be completely honest. I have not seen James Drake wrestle yet. I had intended to make time to watch a couple of his matches before we previewed this, this show, but things kind of went a little haywire on my vacation. We had, we hit some traffic uh, on the way to the Cape and I just didn't have the time to watch the matches the way I'd like to. And in the future, when I'm not on vacation, I will be more prepared. So I apologize for my derelict here. Can we be honest here, AT? You were out on your yacht on the Cape (laughs) and that you were eating caviar and hanging out on your boat. And that's all you had time for. You didn't have time for this silly little podcast. (laughs) You show up in your t-shirt from your elite university. Wow. I mean, it's, it's. For those who can't see, I'm wearing a lovely t-shirt of Ramsey's the Ram, the fantastic mascot of the current reigning and defending NCAA men's basketball champion, North Carolina Tar Heels. I think they played Kentucky in a game. That's recently. okay. That's okay. That, that game will not exist in the, in the record books. Not too long from now, my friend. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm ready to embrace <laughs> my role as the, uh, the shit heel coastal elite. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm just expect me to be like 40% more smug moving forward on the podcast. It's really hard representing the working man on this podcast. It's uh, wow. I have to put all that People's on my back. Camp. Yeah, I mean, I have to. I'm the only one on the show who has the ability to do so. So it's it's a, it's a big slog. But I but I I come to work to do this two times a month, and uh, I, I bring my I bring all my tools that are required to represent for the working man. Swig a root beer for the working man. All right. There's only one more match, and the most fun thing about it is we don't know who's going to be in it. Uh, The Evolved Tag Team Champions. Also, Gabe did not do his thing here where he doesn't tell us who's going to win the the match the night before because Anthony Henry and James Drake are wrestling each other, presumably not as tag team champions. So Jocka and Chris Dickinson... Have an open contract. We don't know who well, will fill it. It doesn't say they have an open contract for a title shot, does it? It could no. just be that they have an open contract for a match. So theoretically, Anthony and Henry and James Drake win the tag team titles, and then they have, you know, a nice little exhibition match, or who knows what happens. Sure. So, I just, you know, if I'm going to sign an open contract, it's going to be for the championship, by God. It's not going to be uh, to face some losers. <laughs> lost to guys who have hardly ever been in this promotion. So we don't know who's going to be on this in this match. Based on the match the night before, I expect it's going to be some AWE guys, you know, some local local talent. Uh, I would I mean, I'm just fantasy booking here, but I would love to see Corey Hollis as part of that. I'm a big Corey Hollis fan, and that would be a lot of fun, but uh, I have no idea who's going to be in it. Do you have the scoop 
AT? Well, I do have one scoop, and oh that my. is, I think, I have a very strong premonition that Chris Dickinson and Jocko will leave this weekend still Evolve Tag Team Champions. You heard it here first. I think Chris Dickinson and Jocko are going to beat Anthony Henry and James Drake, and then I think they are going to beat the mystery challengers on night two. Man, you are really hanging it all out on this. I mean, oh, yeah, man, laying it all on the line. If you were wrong about this prediction, Aaron Taub, back in the saddle again. If you were wrong about this, we may never recover. Those are all the matches that we know about so far for Evolve 88 and Evolve 89. We will, of course, be back early next week to review the shows and break down everything that happened. You can check us out at Evolve Pod on Twitter to keep up, and you'll see so you can know exactly when the show's coming out. You can also, not only can you subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network, so you can check out all the great podcasts on that network, but you can subscribe specifically to the Everything Evolves feed. Uh, you just have to get the the RSS, what, address? Is that the right word? You pull that, plug it into your uh, podcast app of choice, and it will only give you uh, our shows as soon as they come out. Uh, I would highly appreciate it if you did that. Subscribe to VOW Network, to our show, and follow us on Twitter at EvolvePod. It's fun. We talk about things there. You can also follow us personally at Aaron Like the Car and at AP Taub. So check us out. We'll see you early next week. Talk about Evolve 88 and Evolve 89. I'm Aaron Bentley. And for Aaron Taub, we are Everything Evolves. See you soon. Bye. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.